Hello out there, it's me, Miss Tiana, and today I am here with another episode of my podcast, and so welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. So I have been talking about a lot of things, so lately when I do my podcast, I'm usually I'm usually exercising on my um, bike that I have in my room, so I find that that helps me to the time and that's when I have a lot of my like energy flowing in my mind when I'm when I'm thinking about things so today I'm going to talk about locking ABDL clothes and I thought that this would be such a fun topic to talk about because if you have ever read ABDL stories one of the things or one of the most common thing that comes around is that ABDL is forced into this lifestyle and they talk about like locking clothes and I wanted to discuss that because I own locking things. <laughs> I own a lot of locking things that I use in my life. So, I'm just gonna break down a couple of things that I have that um, I got from stories that I read when I was younger and I was like, ooh, I remember reading this in like an APDL story and I definitely wanna like try this out and buy it and see how it works with play. So, I have found out that when you use locking clothes, locking APDL clothes, one of the things um, it does enforce some regression or a lot of regression it is a very awesome dynamic for power play so if you have a partner or it could even be not ABDL related just having locking things in just in general are fun so I have um, four point restraints and I like to use those if I'm gonna do like a medical scene and um, one of the things that I would do is I would have one of my babies or my littles or my sissy and I'll have them on my bed with four point restraints so they can't move or can't do anything. And it's not necessarily like something sexual. I like the aspect of caregiving and I also like medical play. So I like to put those two together. And so um, having her locked in and sometimes I have her like in a hospital gown and she's like my sick little or my sick little patient and I take care of her and she has to like stay in bed. Sometimes I might put her in a diaper while she's locked in there. Well, she's always in a diaper, but I might give her like an enema or a suppository and I lay her down and then I like to see how she wiggles and squirms um, as she's like restrained to the bed and she can't um, do anything. It's such a total mind trip because then I'm in control. When you use anything that's locking and you're the top, you are in control of that scene because literally you are taking away a sense from um, your little or your submissive. So there's definitely a lot of fun when you use four point restraints. Now, you can get even more on the spectrum of it and you can add other toys like uh, vibrators and um, spanking utensils. So you could get all of that into like a nice play with four point restraints and I kind of 
do love that aspect that if their hands are tied down and their feet are tied down and their ankles and they can't do anything, it kind of just reinforces who's in charge. And it's like, okay, little one, so mommy has you in the bed, four point restraints, and these are your rules and you must follow them. And if you don't follow them, you will have consequences. And those consequences are probably already, you know from your little communicating what they like and what they don't like. And if they don't follow certain rules, since they're in their four point restraints, <laughs> they are kind of like at your mercy. So I do love that aspect of it. Um, another, another thing that I love is we have um, high chairs. We have ADDL high chairs. For adults, we have two of them, and um, they have um, they have locking mechanisms on them. So I can attach I can attach um, ankle and wrist restraints, and that is something that is fun too. Especially like if you want to do force feeding, which is kind of cool. So sometimes I may have my little girl in the high chair and she's locked in there her ankles and her her wrist and then some of the things that i may uh do is i might get like some baby food and i might like okay so you're gonna be in this high chair until you finish all your food and that's always uh, a delight to see now baby food may not be for everybody so you don't have to use baby food you can use something like applesauce or Something that has the consistency of baby food or oatmeal or, or something to that realm because not every little tummy can tolerate baby food or it may not be something that they like to do but for my little Melanie she does like to incorporate the baby food into playing and regression and not having a choice so there are times where I'll, I will have her restrained in her high chair and then when she is restrained in her high chair I'm giving her like baby food and her baba and all those fun little things so you know having um, ankle and wrist restraints are another fun thing that you can add to um, your play but you don't always have to use the, the um, restraints in a high chair you can also just use it in a normal play setting um, so you can have like a blankie and some blocks out and then you can say okay come here little one and you can put the ankle and wrist restraints on them which will force them to crawl and it kind of still limits their um, hand usage so it still gives them that sense of you know mama or my caregiver are over me and they're watching over me and then it also as a caregiver for me makes me feel more needed because if they don't have their hands and they need to do something they're going to have to like come to me to ask for it and sometimes that's part of the power play when you're using uh locking things we also have locking abdl clothes we have locking pajamas we have locking sissy dresses and we have locking um onesies and rompers and these are some of them like the dress and the romper they have a zipper and it's like a special key that you put in that locks it so they are stuck in the dress and I definitely love that because 
if I wanted to do like say for instance um, a sissy scene with my little and say is we're at an ABDO party and I wanted to show off that she's mine and I have the key so therefore when I put you in that dress you are going to stay in that dress until I say that it is time for you to get out so they're in the dress they're locked in and automatically for my littles when I put them in something that's AD deal related and they're locked in it they immediately like just like go inside themselves because they know that in that moment in that time that mama has the key and I'm in control and they don't have to even worry about anything because they know that mama has it mama got it and I'm gonna take you on a magical journey into regression and play and get you all into your little subspace so you know I mentioned clothes I mentioned four point restraints and I mentioned ankle and uh, wrist restraints those are all um, a good a good foundation you can go even deeper yes deeper <laughs> so you could um, there's different types of chastity and this given a quick overview um, but later I will break these things down especially chastity so um, within the ABDL I saw you will find that we have some littles and tops and caregivers and they like to use a form of chastity to um, kind of help with that regression and chastity goes a long way because when you give someone a chastity basically you're saying that your sexual desires your sexual needs are no longer wanted because you are a little so because you are a little you don't need to be making cummies because you're a little you don't need to be touching yourself so that's why you have the diaper and that's why you have the chastity and they have so many different types of chastities that have like combinations that have locks that have um keys um my sissy she has a chastity and it is um a lockable one and i hold the key to it she does have a key at home just in case for emergency purposes but she always let me know like mama just so you know i had to take off my chastity because something happened um so we have that rule um in place and for me i think the chastity brings on a different sense of regression because as we do get older we naturally become curious and we naturally become sexual some more than others and some maybe not at all but when you have so much over you saying no you're going to be in that chastity and you are not going to be able to get out of it because you don't get coming or you have special days for coming or or you can also do like a reward system if you have your little in a chastity or you're like okay if you get 14 stars in two weeks or within a week you can come out of your chastity and mama will allow you to have cummings but i get to choose how you have cummings so that's another thing that i do too so i have a chastity and then she gets a reward for getting out of her chastity and then when she is out of her chastity i can i get to decide how she gets to make her come 
So <laughs> it might not be the exact way that she wants. It might be with the vibrator. It might be with my hand. It might be with other things that we have to play with that might create that aspect. But there's the power and control with having the chastity and locking it is that when you give it when that little allows you to be over you over them in that way you are able to have that chastity as a total mind trip for them that like uh, nah, 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 you're in chastity and you stay in it um another thing you can also tease someone in the chastity like sometimes i might get the vibrator and i might get the vibrator and then i might rub it over her her uh, chastity making light vibration from her diaper and it drives her crazy because I have it over her chastity and I know she's getting really excited and happy and I'm like nope I'm taking it away and when I take it away she's like oh mommy please let me make cummies it's like nope little sissy baby girls don't make cummies and so it's a total mind trip but then um, there are days when she is let out of her chastity for being um, for being good. I think the longest I've had her in the chastity might be this time because she keeps um, losing her right to come out of her chastity. So I would say it's probably like maybe like I've done like five six months of no cummies, and when she finally is able to make them, she's like really happy and she gets really regressive and really embarrassed. Cause then I like teaser. Oh look at that! You get to get out of your chastity for just a little bit, but you get to put it back on. You don't get to stay out of your chastity because little sissy girls don't need to be out of their chastity. So you can play around with having um, locking uh, ABDL clothes and, and having ABDL products that do lock. The latest thing that we bought which is kind of fun and I'm getting used to it is we bought um, a locking pacifier gag and um, we've always wanted one and uh, baby Melanie was like I'm just gonna go and get it because I really want to try that type of like headspace and we um, got the locking uh, pacifier feeding gag so it's a, it's a feeding gag, so I should add that in there. It's a blocking pacifier feeding gag. And, you're, and you can also inflate this gag and deflate it as well. And so we've tried some different things in there. I've tried like water and we've tried um, baby food and we have other attachments that go along with it that are able to um, allow food to pass through um, from the tube to um, the baby girl. And um, she actually loves it, and I liked it too, because again, it's another form of topping. When you are able to like incorporate other things and other aspects into your um, into your lifestyle with the ABDO world, it does bring more to it, and you can get a little bit more creative on different ways that you can regress. So that's one of the reasons why I do love having locking things. It, it just kind of enhances the, the play a little bit. We also do have regular um, locking pacifier gags and that is also um, something that is that we use as well. Um, I might be like okay okay little baby girl come here. Mama doesn't want you to have no words at all. So 
I'll put the pacifier gag in, but I still give her a way to communicate and that is with baby sign language. So she is able to use a baby sign to communicate with me when she has a locking pacifier gag on. Um, you can also have locking mittens and we do have those as well. We have locking mittens and those are kind of fun too because you take away the hands and they definitely would need you. Like she wouldn't be able to like get her own bottle for herself. So if she's thirsty and needs her bottle, she has to come crawl to me and basically kind of like beg her mama like, please let me something to drink. Can you please fill my bottle up? So those are just some ways that by using locking um, materials or locking ABDL products that I can help to enhance um, the ABDL uh, experience. Now, it doesn't always have to be a negative. It doesn't always have to be like, this is your punishment. Um, you can definitely use locking things just as a normal sense of regression. Um, there have been days where I've known that my littles were very stressed out because of work or whatever the case may be or maybe like a death in the family or they're going through a hard time with anxiety and there are sometimes they're like okay so I noticed this week that you were not having a good week so when you come to see mama I'm gonna take away everything that's a dog so I'm gonna take away your hands and I'm gonna take away the fact that you can't use full words and I'm gonna put you in a locking outfit and you're gonna have your um, locking mittens on and that way when you are in that space you have to rely on mama for everything now the ultimate thing that some people might get might be a collar and for Christmas I got baby girl a collar and it's super duper cute it's pink and then it has um, a heart and it says, um, mommy's baby, I think it says, um, baby sissy Melanie, I have to, and it's engraved and everything. And so there are, so there are times when Melanie is with me or if we're at ABDL parties, I put that collar on her. And for me, it signifies that this is my little, this is my partner. This is someone that I am committed to and we are committed to each other. And um, it's also a signal that like her place is with me and I am over her. And I love the fact of having locking collars. And there are so many different forms of locking collars. Um, I do know that I have a friend of mine, they're in the ABDL community and they got married and they did not have a ring ceremony, but they had a collar. Um, ceremonies like and to them that collar signifies just as much as a wedding ring does and so for me with um, my baby girl her having that collar that I had made for her signifies the commitment that I have to her and um, our relationship with each other and that that um, collar represents a form that we're locked together and we're in this lifestyle together as partners. So, I wanted to just kind of share something fun that I do with my littles, which is using locking ABDL uh, products such as 
clothing, um, dresses, rompers, um, ankle restraints, wrist restraints, and also um, pacifier gags and all that fun stuff. So everyone out there, I hope you enjoyed my little podcast on walking things within the ABDL community and things that we can use to enhance our um, time with our partners or even sometimes with ourselves. So everyone out there who are listening and who are doing like awesome things in the lifestyle, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And I hope that everyone is having a good day. And remember my friends, it is okay to be you. It is okay to have fun and it is okay to find reassurance in this lifestyle. Your feelings as an ABDL are validated, especially with Miss Tiana, because I understand what it feels like to be a part of a positive community and being able to hear a friendly voice that's saying, it is okay to be you. So everyone out there, continue to do good things and continue to make good choices. And I'll see you next podcast. Bye out there.